Hi, everybody. Hello. This is episode number two of Rhyme and Reason. Thank you for joining us again. Uh, I think we have a lot of fun stuff coming your way. Yeah, I think it's going to be a little loopy. Oh, definitely. Yeah, a little a little weirder than last time. This whole entire thing is going to feel like a fever dream for everybody involved. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was in on the writing process and it feels fake. To I me. probably won't remember any of this tomorrow. I already forgot everything <laughs> that I've already said. Yeah. And I have uh, it written in front of me. Yeah, this is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. It'll so, be a good time. Yeah, it'll be good. Um, we're going to start with the second track off of The Battle at Garden's Gate, okay? And that is My Way Soon. My Way Soon. Uh, Kelsey, what was your initial reaction to My Way Soon? So my initial reaction after hearing My Way Soon was, I think I listened to it just when I listened to the first the album all the way through for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I liked it, but it was such a stark difference from Heat Above. Um, but then when I went back and I listened to some of um, Greta Van Fleet's older um, songs from their other discography, I kind of, it, it made more sense to me. It sounded a little bit more like um, their first album. Yeah. Um, and I liked it, you know. It was catchy. It made me want to go on a road trip, put my windows down. Yeah. Driving at golden hour, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. uh, and like just layering my tunes and having fun with my friends. Yeah. Um, but I didn't have like a really strong emotional reaction to it at first. I was just like, "This is catchy, and I like this, and I I want to go, I want to go drive." Yeah. I How about of- you? I kind of feel the same. I think I think when you listen to the album from beginning to end in in order or at least for me when I when I listen to the album like that um my way soon it was almost like a jarring the difference between heat above and right. then like the second track being my way soon. I almost wonder like what it would be like if my way soon was elsewhere on the Right. The, the album. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, like, I don't know what the difference would be. But it, especially for Heat Above, for me, it feels... It just feels like you listen to Heat Above and then you go into My Way Soon. And it's so... Such a different vibe. Yeah. Such a different <clears throat> vibe. And not to say that that's necessarily a bad thing. Um, I just didn't expect it, I guess. Yeah. Until, like you said, until you kind of, like, look back at their at their other discography, and then it sort of, like, makes sense. It feels very, like, thematic for them. Right. Um, but I have to say, I think it was, at the time, during my first few listens, it was probably my least favorite song on the album. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I, I, I think I felt similarly. Yeah. Until tonight. Until tonight. <laughs> Everything, and everything changed. Everything tonight. changed um, about an hour ago. Yeah, yeah. A revelation, a sweet, sweet revelation. An epiphany. Yeah. Dare I say? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think because Heat Above feels so almost like reverent and yeah, expansive and and contemplating these really big ideas and you know it's about this large group of people and. Yeah. These huge ideas, and then My Way Soon, I felt kind of like, 
it shrunk down yes. and I was like, I want to do what I want. The scale. And, yeah. And I don't yeah. even care about you. I'm just going to go out. And I was like, I mean, like, yeah, I dig it. Right. But it just was total 180. You have to sort of shift your headspace, like, for heat above. Right. And then going into my weight soon. Right. It feels like heat above had so much depth to sort of really dig into. Mm-hmm. And then <clears throat> if you're sort of like thinking and you're in that headspace and then you hear my way soon, you're kind of like plucked out of that and like back into a sort of like almost like more individualistic mindset. And it's, a very, it's more inward focused. It's such an American, like, yeah. like Americana, rock and roll, blue jeans, Route 66 yeah. kind of vibe which is cool yeah um just different i feel like it's iconic for the genre of rock and roll it's like it's iconic to have a song about traveling and being on the road and touring and seeing different places and freedom all those themes are i think really central to a lot of the um a lot of the things that we've associate with rock and roll right it's quintessentially rock and roll exactly. it's the quintessential rock it's and rock and roll isn't it <laughs> it's rock and roll mate oh i i, I actually i want to also add to that yeah because we talked about this it is repetitive so repetitive Com- as compared to i mean obviously songs have a chorus right and the chorus repeats and we talked about in Heat Above, there are a lot of, like, refrains, a lot of themes and, right. and words and phrases that are repeated throughout the song. But this is, like, this is different. This My yeah. Way is different. Yeah. You have the first three lines, right, all end with the word people. So many people. Yeah. And Kelsey mentioned this, but, like, when, like, not all songs make good poetry. And this is an example of that. Like, this is a f- great song. And when mm-hmm. you hear the song version with the, with the instruments and everything, it... It doesn't feel like it's lacking, but if right. you're reading it as a poem, it it's it's not working. It's, yeah, it's not giving. Not it's not giving. <laughs> it's more so like whereas heat above, I think translates really nicely. It's more lyrical. Yeah, um, more poetic, and this is not. Yeah, and, and that not in a it's that sounds like a negative. It's not. No, it's not at all. Um, which I know we. The whole premise of the the podcast is to read songs like poetry, but part of that is also encountering things that, like Lily said, don't always translate well into Mm -hmm. poetry and talking about maybe why that is. I think also just as a quick, like, bullet list of things we initially thought about the song. Yeah. We found it to be quite quite a masculine song. Um... It, we initially thought maybe it was a bit selfish, a bit individualistic, um, kind of shirking a responsibility and operating off of impulse. Mm-hmm. It maybe isn't the most generous song on the album uh, in terms of how the lyrics translate into poetry. Yeah. It's not, it's not giving. Like right, I said, in terms of content, yeah, yeah. Um, doesn't necessarily fit with the narrative arc of the album as a whole, which we kind of already talked about. Um, it reminded us a lot of uh, of Robert Frost. We were specifically thinking of the poem that we probably have all read at some point in time in one of our English classes called The Road Not Taken, which I'm sure we all know. Mm-hmm. Two roads diverge in Yellowwood, and 
sorry, I could not travel both and be one traveler. Long I stood, yada, yada, yada. Um, I think just kind of that sort of contemplative weighing the options of where to go, what are the consequences, where, you know, what sort of life do you want to live? Yeah, the, the implica- the implications of choice as yeah. well. Yeah, and embodied in a path, a road. Yeah. That's, that's the main thing. Yeah, um, exactly. So that was kind of Frostian. Yeah, and the, Kelsey says something really smart uh, because we were saying that it, may, it might not be the most lyrical um, song on the album, even despite us making a connection to Frost. Right. Um, Kelsey summed that up quite nicely, saying, um, not all who ponder are Frost. <laughs> did I say that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Did, I no, I down. didn't. Yeah, you did. Was that at the restaurant? Uh-huh. I, I think it. you wrote that, though. No. I mean, I wrote it with my hand, but <laughs> you said it. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, I'm sometimes... I just spew I, nonsense, and sometimes it works out. Yeah, you have to, like, keep spewing because the odds increase of you yeah. saying something really awesome, That's, the more you say yes. just whatever. That was also, head. I was actually, I remember, that was the night that I said you have to write with your heart, not your hand. Yeah. And... I th- I wrote that down as well. Yeah. Maybe that's what I should change my Instagram bio to. Write with the heart, not the hand. Write with the heart, not the hand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway. It's because I was spelling everything incorrectly. We were so hungry. So hungry. Hunger deteriorates. God. Spelling ability. Everybody yeah. knows that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so all that being said, those are our general first impressions. And now we're going to read the lyrics so that everybody has a foundation yeah. of of what's going on, what the song's about, what the lyrics are, in case you haven't heard the song before, or in case you forgot all of the lyrics, we're going to present them to you now. Um, All right, this is My Way Soon. I've seen many people. There are so many people. Some are much younger people, and some are so old. I've seen many places. There are so many places. And where are the people going? Will they choose the road? I've packed my bags, and I've got my freedom. I've sacked the rules, so I don't have to heed them. I'll bet on a chance if I've just got one. I'll throw out the plans and live with no burden. I have but a lifetime. Seems so long, but it flies by. And in the moments passing, I'll bear no load. I have yet to wander many miles far yonder, and with so much left to ponder, I choose the road. I've packed my bags, and I've got my freedom. I've sacked the rules so I don't have to heed them. I'll bet on a chance if I've just got one. I'll throw out the plans and live with no burden. That is then repeated for a second time. Mm -hmm. And then the song ends with, whoa. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Beautifully done. I'll be a mild nuisance all night. (laughs) (laughs) You menace. Yeah. (laughs) Coffee house menace. Just plaguing local coffee shops with spoken word. You just recite Greta Van Fleet lyrics in the coffee houses everywhere. Wearing a black turtleneck, which I am doing currently. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. And a beret. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Um. I realized something while you were reading the poem. Okay. Um, which has nothing to do with the poem, the song. Um, which has nothing to do with the song, which is that <laughs> I felt like. 
this episode mm-hmm. of dealing with dealing with I I feel like that sounds so negative, but like right working with wrestling with wrestling with my way soon yeah has seemed like such a barrier that we've needed to overcome yeah because i i feel like once we get past this song Mm -hmm. there's so much more to dig into and i feel as though i've been so unmotivated to tackle this song because right because at first like we were saying i was so kind of like meh like I like it. It's a good song. But I was like, you know, there's not, there's really not that much there. Like, yeah. What are we to make of this? Right. But that all changed. <laughs> yeah. On January. Friday. Yeah. On Friday. January 28th. At approximately. I don't know. What was it? I don't know. It was probably. It was probably. 10? Yeah. No, probably 9. 9.30. 10.47. At approximately 9.47 yeah. p.m. How did we even get there? I have no idea. This is the story of a lifetime. Madness. This is an American tale. It's pure madness. This was as if, you know, a, a, an angel came down from the yeah. sky and gave us this knowledge. Yeah. We were thinking about the song. We were thinking about Just um, shooting the, the connotations of traveling, you know, being on the road. Um, and I don't even remember which one of us was like... Somebody mentioned Cars, the, mm-hmm. the the Pixar movie Cars. I think I mentioned Cars, and then I was like, oh, my God, Rascal Flats, Life is a yeah. Highway. Yeah. Because we were saying, like, it's, it's the quintessential rock song right. of, like, traveling and being on the road. Right. Obviously, because you're if you're in a band, you're touring, you're... That's all you that's see. That's necessitated. Yeah. Travel is necessitated by being in a band and by right. touring. It's, uh. it's probably the the bulk of your time as a music like a touring musician is just it's not when you're playing shows yeah you're literally in a van or an rv just going from place to place exactly so it it it, of course i'm thinking of other songs that are iconic for and you know why sorry it's a very unglamorous part and yet they glamorize it by writing songs about it yeah and it makes me want to go on a road trip oh for sure anyway yes yeah so I was thinking, oh my god, cars, Rascal Flats, life is a highway. And I was like, just for fun, just for kicks, let's play Life is a Highway and let's look at the lyrics. So, I'll, I'll pull up the lyrics now. Hey, it's me, here to interrupt your regularly scheduled programming. Um, unfortunately, we had a mishap with the audio. Womp womp. So I'm here to recap this little segment um, so you know what the heck Kelsey and I are talking about when we get back into it. Um, basically, um, I opened Spotify and I started to play Life is a Highway, um, which we listened to like 20 times after. Um, and that's where I saw the lyrics and I was just, you know, reading them out to Kelsey as the song played. And the, the beginning of the song is pretty generic, right? has a really similar theme to pretty much the whole of My Way Soon. It's like wrestling with the idea of time and the lack of it. Um, they don't share the exact same wording, but very similar. Similar vibes. But eventually, we get to this, this part in the song <laughs> that goes, We won't hesitate to break down the garden gate. There's not much time left today. Yeah. I, 
I'm speechless because I hope I hope you catch where I'm going with this. The Garden Gate. I'm sorry. What what album are we close reading here? The Battle at Garden's Gate. Um, what are the odds, right? What are the odds that Sir Rascal Flats, because he's you know, first of all, the lead singer isn't even Rascal Flats. Okay, that's not his name, which I was shocked to find out. His name's Gary Lavox. Um, and he's most definitely knighted. Um, but what are the odds that they would use the words garden gate? I'm like, this is, this is a conspiracy. Okay. Uh, and, and how, how deep does this go? You might be asking, how deep is this conspiracy? Well, I did some, we did some research. Okay. Rascal Flatts studio is in Nashville. Okay. And you might be thinking, oh, well, that's no big surprise, Lily. It's Nashville's music city. But it goes deeper, okay? The lead singer, again, who is not named Rascal Flatts, okay? His name's Gary. That's a whole other conspiracy, if you ask me. Gary's from the Midwest, okay? He's from Ohio. So we have these Midwestern boys, Midwestern folks, who move to Nashville and make music about the highway. Hmm. I'm sensing a pattern. Is the prerequisite to being a rock star singing about the road? Okay, that's the question I have. You know, poets talk about being in love. Rock stars talk about the road. Makes sense. Okay. Um, no, but really, it, I, we both think it's super funny to think about the connections between these songs. Uh, I think I think we can all agree that the songs share some rock and roll DNA. Um, yeah. That's the gist of what we were talking about in this little segment that I had to cut out because of an audio issue. Um, okay, now let's get back into it. Oh my gosh. Oh man. Uh, so, we, we, this, this whole, like, Rascal Flats, Life is a Highway thing has made me appreciate the song a lot more. Me because, too. Because it's shown me that you can make so much out of nothing. Yeah. Not that the song is nothing, but that, but that... <clears throat> The connection between the songs is so stupid and small and minuscule, but I have made it, it brings, my entire, like... It brings new meaning. The I yeah. don't think we can overstate how hard we laughed. Yeah. How violently I, Lily almost ripped her computer in two yeah. when she saw Garden Gate in... I was speechless. I, I thought she damaged her computer. So did I. Um... And it just shows you that we're all connected. Yeah. You know? Rascal Flats, Greta Van Fleet, we're really not all that different. We're not. Well, that's all. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, that's all, folks. No, just kidding. We have we have some actual thoughts, though. We do. Like, besides that, that fun, poking fun, okay, if you will, we, we do have actual thoughts about the song, about the lyrics. Um, yeah. And... Mostly questions. Yeah. At least on my end. Um, because I think yeah. I think that's part of the reason. And it's not a dig at the, the songwriting, but it's it's vague and generic enough for people to kind of project their own feelings onto. Right. Yeah. So I've projected Rascal Flats. We've projected yeah. 
we have we have found I've chosen rascal flats. we found <laughs> the face of rascal flats in this song mm-hmm. and no one can convince us otherwise right. um anyways no what were you really gonna say no but there's um you know uh it's kind of out of order but at least in the the <clears throat> the course it talks a lot about oh i've you know i've sacked the rules so i don't have to heat them um i will throw out my plans and live with no burdens I have I had a like a series of three questions. I'm like, well, what are the rules? What are the plans? And what are the burdens? Yeah, you know, obviously, though there's some sort of idea of like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna forego this traditional domesticated life, right? F- you know, to live a a life of freedom, wandering, going wherever I please, mm-hmm. not living in accordance with social rules. And without any burdens, which for whatever reason I just think is like financial burdens. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I have no idea why. But again, that's a good question, though. That's that's the 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 flexibility of it is we can kind of project right. whatever you think the rules are that or the burdens that you're feeling at the pressure of at this particular time. You kind of fill in the blank there. Yeah. And so when you're singing this song. It's just like, yeah, I'm just going to go live my life, do what I want, not worry about any of the repercussions, because it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, I think it speaks to that desire that all of us kind of have at some point in our life. Right. I think we've all sort of felt that at right. some time or other. And yet, the the that's the course, but the verses are really, are more questions than anything. Um, and I... We we mentioned first that we thought this was like a really selfish song, mm-hmm. um, but it a lot of it, at least in the course, is spent looking to, to other people and wondering about their life and wondering what they're doing. Mm, um, yeah, you know, and it's contemplating the road or, and the 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 roles that other people are are playing, and then it turns inward and asks. Yeah what you know what am i doing with my life um i feel like this like thread of anxiety a little bit throughout the song totally because um we have i have but a lifetime seems so long but it flies by which it can be like read a little bit as a sort of worry about how how you're going to spend your time with the little time that you have and how anxiety about how time passes yeah (laughs) how time works like just literally um and also i think there's like there's a youthfulness to the song right like i think it implies i think that that comes from the simplicity too yeah like it's very like it it just seems like something a young person would would embark on this sort of journey and also um the the idea of time passing like well what happens when time passes we get older we age we we are maybe um loaded with more burdens over time with right growing older with potentially having a family having a home having a job having all these things that potentially burden us yeah so i feel like there's it's like grasping for holding on to one's youth Mm -hmm. and mobility the mobility that comes with being young totally not to say that you can't have that mobility as an adult or as you know an older person I think it's just more of a conscious choice. Yeah. And I think it's maybe judged harsher, too. 
Yeah. Right? There's the expectation if you're young, then you're going to be um, not tied down. You're going to be more um, free-flowing and and kind of like a loose cannon. Like, you can just go wherever you want. Yeah. Um, but as you yeah as you age as you as you get older there's the expectation that you will also settle down Mm -hmm. and that's not always the case and i feel like that's sort of recognized in the part where it says i have yet to wander many miles far yonder and with so much left to ponder i choose the road it acknowledges the speaker of the song is acknowledging that they don't have all the answers they don't know everything they Mm -hmm. still have much to see much to learn much to ponder right and so even though there might be this sense of I don't know, you could say maybe irresponsibility right. of, of um, like, choosing this lifestyle. Right. There's, there's also an acknowledgement of um, using this, this journey, this choice to travel as, like, an opportunity to grow and learn and right. shape yourself. And in that, there is some sort of maturity acknowledged. Exactly. Right, because if, if you're, maybe it's the difference between, like, a teenager and somebody in their mid-20s. Yeah. You know, a teenager's not even going to think about the repercussions because their brain's not fully developed. <laughs> yeah. You know, but once you hit your mid-20s and your brain's cooked and um, you can kind of see, oh, yeah, my actions do have consequences. Right. Or um, you can gain a little perspective on if I choose this, I will have to sacrifice, you know, A, B, and C. Right. Because of my choices. Yeah. And I think... I think a lot of what we were just saying maybe in some ways relates to how we interpreted it initially as a very masculine song. Yeah. And for me, I think that came from, well, first off, the sort of frosty, the frosty, yeah. the frosty Super vibes. Super frosty vibes. And also, like, the Jack Kerouac and sort of, like, yeah. you know, those fellas um, felt very much like this, like, male it's youthful almost, experience. It's almost like they're owed that experience of, I. it's my turn to go out and see the world. Is that, like, mythical? I think it is. I like feel a, like that's such a trope in so many fables of the yeah. day. Yeah, it's you a coming-of-age... Oh, my gosh, it's a coming-of-age song. Yeah. Totally. I think, I think in the end, though, we... Even though we sort of sense a bit of that, like, masculine right. vibe... It's not entirely the case that this song is just an experience for for men. Right. And I think, I mean, it's sung by a man and written it's by written by a man. Men. So, yeah. So, yeah, or men, multiple people, multiple men. Um, so it's no surprise that it maybe comes off that way. But I don't right. think it's doing so from a place of, like, trying to, like exploit the fact that right. it's, I think it's these a male are, experience. These are innate desires that we all have, regardless exactly. of, you know, gender. But I think, you know, approaching it, the idea of, like, the literal idea of running away or going on a long road trip and just getting lost as a, as a woman, right. I'm like, oh, that's Horrifying. dangerous yeah. for me. Yeah. I have to have somebody else with me. Like, I can't do that by myself. I can't do that by myself. Yeah, going with what you're saying about the sort of of coming-of-age story from from a man's perspective, I think the coming-of-age story for women is much different, or the expectations for women historically have been so much different. Totally. Um, You're meant to get married, 
Mm-hmm. You know, go to school, get married, have kids, have a family, right. live your life. I think maybe not travel. For women also, like, the coming of age story is usually tied into falling in love. As yeah. opposed to, like... Seeing the world. go Going out and seeing the world and being by yourself. Mm-hmm. That it always happens... <laughs> Typically, it has to happen um, in relation to somebody else as opposed to, you know, by yourself. Yeah. Um, but that being we don't hold any of this against right. the song. Like, it's it's not meant to be a extremely harsh critique. It's just, like, something interesting right. we noticed. Right. I think, yeah, it's not, it's not a judgment call right. at, by any means. It's more so a realizing that oh, we're coming at it from maybe a different perspective than it was written. Exactly. Um, which is just how anybody engages with anything, really. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I. One thing I also noticed, too, in comparison to Heat Above. In Heat Above, we have the lyrics, marching across the land. There's a peaceful army joining the band. Mm-hmm. So the mode of travel in that song is very much connected to the earth and to, like, bodily movement. And like we said before, that song is very bodily. It's very concerned with the body. Yeah. And in My Way Soon, it's much more disconnected from the natural world and the natural environment. And it's much much more about, like, um, transportation by... I don't know. It doesn't explicitly say car, but it says road. And you think... When you think of a road, you think of a car. You don't necessarily think of hitchhiking. Right. Um, so I just feel like there's also a difference there there's a stark difference in a comparison to be made between the two it feels much more modern yeah compared to to heat above yeah yeah and like um we were kind of touching on before i in in going through our notes it really reminded me like this tension that we feel between you know the impulse to run and then the weight of responsibility that you also feel it reminded me of um uh, Jeff Buckley's song "A Lover You Should Have Come Over," which I will try to work into any song or any <laughs> conversation um, by any means. But he has a he has a lyric uh, he has a lyric in it where it says, "It's too young to hold on, but too old to just break free and run." But it it sounds like it's kind of playing with these same ideas of like age and responsibility. But then it chooses, "No, I'm gonna break free and run mm-hmm. anyway." Um, and it, it, it makes a pretty decisive choice at the end of the, the second course where it says, I choose the road. Um, yeah. And that's, that's what we're met with. Like it, it does ap- come to some sort of resolution. Yeah. Which is, I don't know, maybe it kind of gets lost in the song. I kind of respect that it comes to a resolution yeah. because when you're presented with that kind of decision mm-hmm. that you're kind of just describing, that's not an easy one to make. And there are sacrifices you make when you decide to travel. And especially, I'm sure, for a, a band, for when you decide to tour, I mean, all of the, the perks that come with that, seeing, you know, all these different parts of the world, getting to meet all these people. Right. You're also sacrificing so many other things like being with your family being with your friends that you can't see all the time yeah pets i don't know you know if you can't take your pets on the road or any sort of like stability or Mm -hmm. routine that a lot of people find gives their life structure you know this is completely removes it it's also like a really 
um, invisible part of, I think, being an artist. It's like the yeah. writing process for, you know, they see the final product. We see the final product of them being on tour. Yeah. And these, like, really incredible shows that they produce and put on and perform. But we don't see the seven-hour trip from Indianapolis oh. to... God, I can't imagine. ...wherever, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so in, in that way, I, I do appreciate them making the invisible work visible yeah yeah so thanks that's kind of it as far as the close reading guys i kind of feel like this one was a bit jumbled and a bit i think it meanders though like a road road, yeah kind of (laughs) like like a road road. uh yeah it just it felt like it felt like much more of a mental exercise for me yeah to analyze or close read this versus heat above i like immediately had a million things to say right whereas with um my way soon i had to really make my brain work to think of we really something to, our, to interpret it yeah we worked our finger to the bone yeah just because it almost sounds too like in some of the notes where i'm like i'm really grasping at nothing here yeah like really grasping at nothing yeah and um we were we said before this the song kind of like if if you listen to our first episode heat above is a bit weighty mm-hmm. it's got some weight to it it's got some heft yeah and so maybe maybe um my way soon provides that kind of like levity yeah and sort of a breath from the sort of more draining topics that we discussed in heat above right um so in that way, it's maybe a positive thing that it's so uh, airy, lighthearted, yeah, yeah. And airy and kind of um, fun. Yeah, and you don't have to. It doesn't make you think so much. Sometimes you don't want to listen to a song that's going to make you analyze and overthink everything. And maybe you just... it's like the dissociation after mm-hmm. dealing with war. Yeah, or exa- I was going to say too, like. Or, like, something we're, traumatic. Yeah, we're talking about the Anthropocene in episode one, and that can be really uh, overwhelming. Mm-hmm. That concept and the idea of the climate crisis, it can be really depressing. Um, and so the inclination to kind of drop everything and leave and run away feels like uh, a decision one might make having come to terms with right. the the crisis the world is facing in terms of the climate yeah the climate it's just kind right of now, the so. escapist anthem that we all exactly. need yeah exactly i appreciate that yeah so those are our general thoughts about the song that's our that's our close reading for today yeah light light-hearted mm-hmm. fun easy yeah frosty and mm-hmm. great rascal flats rascal never flats. forget never forget <laughs> <Rest> <laughs> like he's peace. dead still not one person it's definitely three men i will never refer to rascal flats as the band rascal he P. is rascal flats. flats rascal perry the platypus flats. <laughs> rascal p flats no for real um keeping it light with this one keeping it kind of goofy we yeah. are honestly so tired and we oh. i had two cups of coffee before this my brain's empty i'm my vision keeps like getting blurry and then going going back into focus mm-hmm. and so queen was spelled g- q-w-e-n-e queen yeah queen. channeling chaucer yeah quena quena uh 
So we're going to leave you guys off yeah. with a Lemmy, like usual. Lemmy down easy. Lemmy down easy. Um, We wrote four. We wrote four Lemmys, and let me just say... Let me just say... <laughs> let me just say... Let like, me let me tell you. Most of them were trash. Garbage. We were, I feel like honestly we spent more time writing the limmies for this episode than we did Lady actually garbage. Yeah. We we like close read for twenty minutes and then we were like, let's write a limmy. It took us an hour. It was like pulling teeth. It was. Um, we were juggling so much. We were trying to work Rascal Flats and Lightning McQueen into anything. You know what? And I just don't think Lightning McQueen is meant to like be worked into verse no you know it's it's hard yeah it's hard we did end up with something quite nice though um after we waded through the muddy waters that were i don't know whatever we wrote Mm -hmm. but even so we still have a like two alternative lines yeah um so i guess i'll read the first one yeah not the second one yeah yeah okay so i think so this is your next installation of Limmy Down Easy. It must be nice to roam and stray so far from home. The world is your oyster while I'm stuck in a cloister, cursed by an X chromosome. Beautiful. That was it. Amazing. I'm just really proud that we worked cloister and oyster. We really worked for that. Yeah. Yeah, that We was really good. said, let's put the word oyster in here. We didn't have... For that rhyme, we didn't use rhyme zone. Yeah, we didn't. For the X chromosome, we did. Yeah. But you know what? I'll never tell. (laughs) (laughs) And that's a secret I'll never tell. XOXO, Gossip Girl. (laughs) XOXO, Rascal Flats. (laughs) (laughs) This is a message for Rascal Flats. I hope you're listening right now. (laughs) <laughs> and I hope you understand <laughs> the Easter egg you left for us in 2008 we when you wrote Life is a Highway, anticipating the album by yeah. Greta Van Fleet. Honestly, you're an icon. An icon. An American icon. A time traveler. Also, the best part is Rascal Flatts didn't write Life is a Highway. Yeah, exactly. Michael Cohen. We know. Mark Cohen. No. His name is Tom. His name was Tom. Tom Cochran. Tom Cochran. Who was Michael Cohen? (laughs) (laughs) Michael Cohen was part of the Trump. The Trump. (laughs) What if he did write it? Secretly, we're trying to find the. He was the disbarred lawyer that was the attorney for Trump. We're trying. We're trying to find the true, the the true author, the true author of Life Is a Highway. It was ghostwritten. It'll be like serial, but for yeah, Life Is a Highway. Yeah, yeah. To figure out who wrote it. It's an iconic song. We all know and love it. Um, we have yeah. Um. We're going to go now. We're going to go. Just to be clear, we're leaving. This is, (laughs) thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. We've got to go. So nice for you to open up your home um, and welcome us in, but it's not, it's treacherous conditions. We have to get out of here. We need to go. It is no longer safe. (laughs) This is no longer a safe space for anybody involved. No. Please turn this off right now. Just kidding. Okay. We have 
a couple things a couple things to say we do just the last few things oh sure okay thanks for listening yeah thank you so much <laughs> and um follow us on yes follow us on our social media because <clears throat> we do indeed have social media yeah if you have any thoughts too you can go ahead and oh email God, us at whatever <laughs> email is a lyrical pod a lyrical pod at gmail.com you can follow us on instagram at rhyme period and period reason period pod it's like that's so the best that's the best we could do guys honestly just get over it don't come for us um we'll change it but the the real tidbit i want to share oh we also have a tiktok which is the same username as as our instagram um the real tidbit that I want to share mm. is that we will be posting some fire memes. Oh my god. That you will live and breathe for. You will. You will be eating it up. Le- live to ream meme member. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just have to see it, okay? Yeah. I mean, if I had to see it, if Kelsey had to see it. I was subjected to it. See, this is a beautiful exercise in getting to know Lily and I. Lily has a sick, twisted, yet almost savant-level gift for making le- memes. Thank you. Um, it's it's really... I mean, I'm jealous. I sent an animorph to Matthew Gray Goobler, and Ugh. I morphed him into a frog. And he didn't reply, but You know what's fine. rude, too, is I also came up with a really amazing haiku for it. Do you remember my haiku? I think so. I kind of want to read it just because it didn't get the um, the props that it deserved. We also made an Instagram for that. It's anamorphic. <laughs> Do you remember all of the that? projects that we've abandoned it's over the years? Nineties nostalgia meets Orphic haikus. Are you kidding me? Okay, this is the the we should post this too because this is just great. Yeah. Um, I wrote Matthew Gray Goobler, mind of man, face of frog, caught in liminal. <laughs> It's so good. We will share that as well, just because yeah. somebody has to see it. My poetry needs to be heard. Honestly. And my memes need Your to be seen. Your memes need to see. <laughs> <laughs> they also need to see. They all. <laughs> Your memes. Let the memes see. Oh, Let them see. That's too <laughs> ocular centric. Get out of here. Get out of here. Okay. Gah. Oh, God. God. <laughs> all right for real this is goodbye this is goodbye we love you thank you Mm, thank you bye Bye.